Popular American comedian Bill Mayer, who says he's an avowed atheist, he's joined others from the left in questioning the transgender trend, especially as it relates to our children. Now, when even the socially liberal are questioning something which has always been labelled as bigoted and transphobic if you oppose, then it's worth checking out and listening to what he has to say. Because they're a brave person to challenge their own. So anyone who is following the gender dysphoria in children topic knows that in contrast to the US where the Biden administration encourages parents to affirm and medicalize children who struggle with their gender dysphoria, several socially liberal and what you would call LGBT friendly countries following systematic review of the literature have made dramatic U-turns in their treatment approach to minors. Finland and Sweden have banned hormones and surgeries for kids under 16 or 18 in regular clinical settings. England sharply curtailed medical treatment of minors. Holland examines each child closely and makes decisions on a case-by-case -case basis. France has urged great caution. And a position statement by psychiatrists in Australia and New Zealand at the end of last year, it doesn't specifically endorse affirmation. The preferred treatment in all those countries is now psychotherapy. And the psychiatrists from Australia and New Zealand, they say this, there are polarized views and mixed evidence regarding treatment options for people presenting with gender identity concerns, especially children and young people. They go on to say comprehensive assessment is crucial. Assessment and treatment should be evidence informed, fully explore the patient's gender identity, the context in which this has arisen, other features of mental illness, and a thorough assessment of personal and family history. Well said. At the end of last year, two of the world's leading doctors for gender reassignment procedures, both of them transgender women, expressed concern about the number of children being given puberty blockers and undergoing gender sex reassignment surgery, describing the rise in procedures as deeply worrying. Dr. Marcy Bowers and Dr. Erica Anderson warned that kids should not be given puberty blockers saying it could have irreversible consequences, which is different to what the Ministry of Health says in New Zealand. And they also warn that reassignment surgery can leave permanent uh, sexually dysfunctional and serious long-term mental health issues to consider. And what was also deeply concerning, but not a surprise, the New York Times refused to publish an op-ed uh, submitted by them warning about how many transgender clinics have recklessly provided hormone blockers to minors, despite the lack of evidence that the treatment's in the long-term best interests. So even those on the political left and socially liberal spectrum are starting to sound the alarm. Hugh American comedian Bill Mayer, who, as I said, he says he's an avowed atheist, has joined the queue in questioning the transgender trend, especially as it relates to our children. And he was speaking on a show real time with Bill Mayer on HBO. And to be honest, he sounds just like a concerned parent raising some very valid points. He questions why so many children seem to be getting encouraged to become trans and said it should be okay to ask questions about the relatively new social phenomenon and should not be silenced by accusations from LGBT activists. Have a listen. Okay to ask questions about something that's very new and involves children. The answer can't always be 
that anyone from a marginalized community is automatically right, trump card, mic drop, end of discussion. Because we're literally experimenting on children. Maybe that's why Sweden and Finland have stopped giving puberty blockers to kids. Because we just don't know much about the long-term effects. Although common sense should tell you that when you reverse the course of raging hormones, there's going to be problems. We do know it hinders the development of bone density, which is kind of important if you like having a skeleton. <laughs> Fertility and the ability to have an orgasm seem also to be affected. This isn't just a lifestyle decision, it's medical. Weighing trade-offs is not bigotry. Yet when a book questioning the sudden uptick in transitioning children was released, a trans lawyer with the ACLU named Chase Strangio tweeted, stopping the circulation of this book and these ideas is 100% a hill I will die on. How very civil liberties of him. <laughs> yes, uh, and Bill Mayer goes on to say that some of it is trendy, the increase in the uh, transgender amongst kids. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man? Okay, boomer. <laughs> Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. <clears throat> and if you haven't noticed that with kids doing something for the likes is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The LA Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. I can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children as cannon fodder. I don't understand parents who won't let their nine-year-old walk to the corner without a helmet, an EpiPen, and a GPS tracker. <laughs> and God forbid their lips touch dairy. But... But hormone blockers and genital surgery? Fine. Talk about a nut allergy. Some very good comments. Just finally, one last clip. He warns about the phases that children go through. And look, I'm sure the vast majority of parents do not take this lightly. And that is very hard to know when something is real or just a phase. And I understand being trans is different. It's innate. But kids do also have phases. They're kids, it's all phases. The dinosaur phase, the Hello Kitty phase. One day they want to be an astronaut, the next day you can't get them to leave their room. Gender fluid, kids are fluid about everything. 
If kids knew what they wanted to be at age eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. I wanted to be a pirate. Thank God nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for eye removal and peg leg surgery. Uh, well said, but of course he is now public enemy number one to the radical sexuality and gender activists. But you know, parents are right to be concerned about the growing push for puberty blockers, chest binders, cross-sex hormones and surgery as a solution to gender dysphoria. In fact, gender clinic staff from the Children's Hospital at Westmead in Sydney recently said this, that gender clinicians are under increasing pressure to enable conveyor belt medicalization of children who arrive already convinced that hormonal drugs are the only solution to their distress. You know, it's time that more of us spoke up about this. Affirming biology is not bigotry. Our children deserve the truth and they deserve healing of the mind, not cutting of the body.